Welcome to Jim's BBQ. Can I take your order? I just had this image of you buying a black market bidet. You couldn't understand anything they were saying, but like the language of the music was the bond between the audience and the band, you know? Man of man woman, animal, vegetable, mineral, man. It all speaks to us, man. I go, Liz! Oh, Liz! The light just went out! Hello and welcome to episode 232 of Jim's BBQ Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Dylan. And I'm Sean. And Jim is once again on assignment. We'll get him back here soon and maybe he'll have some stories to tell. Maybe he won't. You never know. But uh, he'll he'll be back with us eventually. Uh, he, he's been on a lengthy assignment and uh, we look forward to uh, talking with him again soon. That being said, we got a lot on the docket for tonight, and I know we all have stories to tell and things that were going on, but if you want to get these episodes, you know, Dylan, I said this last episode, fuck it. You know where to go to get the episodes. <laughs> yeah, I like this new approach. You know the drill. You know the drill. Yes. As our good friend Dylan McKay once said, you know the drill. Yeah. So just we got your digits. Do, do the drill. <laughs> Real quick, uh, unpopular opinion from Reddit. If you're a grown-ass man and you still wipe your ass, you're not a real man. Wait, if you're a what? If you're a grown-ass man and you still wipe your ass, you're not a real man. Uh, I'm assuming both of you still wipe your ass. Yeah? Um, um oh, hold on. I, I mean, I have a bidet. Right. But and I clean, still. I'm saying well, you clean yourself. I still wipe my ass after the bidet. And you clean. So you clean yourself. Yes. Yeah. Right. But, ooh, I don't understand this opinion. Like, well, what do you do then? Well, is it. You don't do anything. Which is awful. Oh, I thought it was going to be something like. Um, uh, chauvinistic like they were well, gonna say it, it is you get your woman to wipe your ass for well you. it is still chauvinistic um because the explanation is there's nothing more feminine than using a product on your body makeup is a hundred percent feminine and by the same logic so is wiping your ass uh no <laughs> i haven't wiped my ass in about four years and i've never had any issues my digestive system is is in the top 1% in terms of regulatory functionality and oh, I'm sorry, in terms of regularity, functionality and performance. And I've never once felt the need to quote, clean up after myself. If you shit and you need to wipe, you've got an emasculated GI tract and that's your own issue. Man up and get your shit literally together. That's disgusting. <laughs> Hope that's not real. There's so many like, Reasons why you might have to. Beyond just the stench. Yes. I mean, you know, say you're, uh, we're coming up into the summer months. Yeah. And say you're at a music festival. 
and you have to already gonna have swamp ass and you have to drop trow and it's kind of already sweaty and sticky you're gonna want to wipe that's disgusting yeah you're just i'm just ground for what it's just a breeding ground for Right. Everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're gonna it, want to at that point. And it may not be a like a digestive tract issue. I mean, what if you're like, you know, some people are maybe a little hairy back there, like you know. oh, so what does it have to do with it's how is it makeup? How is that applying something yeah. to your bot? None of that makes any sense either. Oh, but then you use the toilet paper with aloe. The scented toilet paper. I think the lesson here, folks, is keep wiping your ass. I think the lesson here is maybe not get your ass wiping um, recommendations from Reddit. Yeah. Actually, right. the, the, the lesson here is get a bidet. Yes. They're easy to install, by the way. You can get aftermarket bidets, and they're really fucking simple to uh, s- install. I just not a good phrase. <laughs> I think like aftermarket bidet, and I'm just thinking of like the uh, the what is it, the low flow or high flow shower head that uh, Kramer had installed in Seinfeld. Yeah, and it, like knocked him down. Well, aftermarket um, it yeah, means like it's not it's not like original equipment like that was installed with the toilet. No, they, I, they often I, use that phrase like with auto parts. But you can say, you know, in this case, you can buy a bidet that is like a separate item from the rest of the toilet. And they're, they're really simple to install, yeah. isn't I put one in and it's, it's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful item. I just had this image of you buying a black market bidet. If they existed, I, I'd consider it, you know. Dark web bidet. Yeah, dark web bidet. That's gonna be our new podcast name, I think. Dark web bidet. Dark web bidet. Yeah. <laughs> all the day podcast. All the day, all day, <laughs> all day bidet. God, could you imagine the emails we would get uh, if that was are, the name of it? Are you is looking for getting naked on the pod? I think he is. Well, no, I'm... He just like randomly stuff, or is he gonna wipe his? Uh... He's going to wipe his ass. No, I'm going to show you my fucking buildup of non-liked. <laughs> but, yeah, and who's who's cleaning up their, like, fucking, like, underwear and shit, right? Oh, God. Can you even imagine? Ugh. I mean, I will say there's points where, like, okay, you know, like, everything comes out clean and it requires minimal, minimal wipage. You're still wiping. But- well, I'm still wiping, yes, but it's not like requiring maybe more than as one. much wiping. Yes, you're you're like, all right, it's an investigation, and it's like we yeah. came back clean. We can move on now. We're good. Yeah, yeah we got a clean report. Everything <laughs> looks good. <laughs> we can move on from here, and we can wash up and and leave. We like sh- we should. Yeah. Yeah. Man, sometimes it's tough. I mean, like, you don't know if it's going to be one of those um, uh, clean breaks, so to speak. Well, yeah. I mean, if you spent your night eating a garbage plate and washing it down with half a liter of gin, then, like, you're you're going to have a bad <laughs> half time. Half a liter of gin <laughs> and a garbage plate? Oh, my 
my god i think someone might die <laughs> i did have um on sunday uh when we were over at sarah and peter's i had some gin had some of oh. that um a black button lilac gin oh i have some of that mixed with lemonade it that was good divine delightful yeah i'm gonna have to try that i, ha I have lilac gin here they had some fancy ice cubes or something that they made, and I don't remember what was in those, but um, the lemonade and the gin was really good. Ooh. Yeah. A nice summertime beverage. I'll give that a go. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Sarah and I have uh, become fans of the Paloma. The what? The Paloma. Paloma. Oh, Paloma. I thought you said oh, polo. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, a pomalo. <laughs> I, I thought you said like polo butt, and I'm like, what the hell is but, that? Polo butthole. <laughs> is that what is that what you call a poopy butthole? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's slang for poopy butthole. It's when you gotta you gotta use a polo mallet to make sure everything is removed. But it's quite possible, you know, if I if I go to a party where I'm eating a lot of pizza, like Mike did, like. All that cheese, some of you know, maybe some spicy meats. It's gonna, you know, it could cause some issues. <laughs> some issues. So, you know, I mean, what what the hell is this person eating that he uh, doesn't require any white edge ever? Sean is very uh, critical of the random, uh, like anonymous Reddit user. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am too. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck's up with this guy? What's <laughs> gonna, wrong with him? I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him and I'm destroy gonna him. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just like turn him over and be like, you want to see? <laughs> Just like, you like hold him up to a mirror. You're just like, look at yourself. <laughs> I literally just saw that on Instagram. I was like, oh, this is no way to live. <laughs> he takes like a power washer to his asshole. <laughs> oh, that would hurt. <laughs> My mom's friend once was power washing her driveway. No, she didn't do that. <laughs> she, she, was power washing... <laughs> she was power washing her driveway and she was literally just had this thought of like, I wonder what this feels like and shot herself on in the foot with a power washer and like just said and then like called my mom a few hours later and told her mom was like, Why did you do that? And she's like, I just didn't think it was gonna hurt that much. <laughs> God. She said, like her foot turned red. Like this highly pressurized water is not going to hurt. Yeah, I want to say somebody I worked with like actually ripped like the toenail off of their foot accidentally with a power oh. washer. Yeah, that's horrific. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're not to be fucked with. <laughs> Do you think they wipe though? <laughs> yeah, that guy, yes. Okay. Good. Good. Definitely. Excuse me. So. Probably excessively, because you know excessive wipeage is an uh, issue that a lot of people um, uh, that make a mistake with. You know, they yep. wipe too much, and it can cause uh, issues. Yeah. The more you know. I knew somebody who every time that he uh, he went to the bathroom, like that he that he pooped. Uh, he, he took a shower. Oh. What? Yeah. <clears throat> huh. That's strange. Yeah. I you just really wanted to be clean I afterwards. To to the, 
I try to go to the bathroom before I shower. Here's the question. What happens if he was out or at, like, work or something? Oh, I mean, I think, like, you know, there's those exceptions. Okay. But, you know, maybe if home or if he pooped in transit, then when he got home. Right. Okay. That's odd. Yeah. So, speaking of wiping, Sean, I mean, you you took a pretty uh, huge trip down to uh, uh, Virginia and South Carolina where there, I know there was a lot of alcohol to be had and probably a ton of, like, unhealthy food to be had. Um, so there was probably a ton of wiping going on uh, at the place that you stayed at. Um, so what I know we, we kind of previewed it in the last episode, like you were, yeah. you were going to Richmond and then you were headed to Myrtle beach. How, how'd the trip go, man? Oh, it's good. I did. I did bring my wipes, um, mm. which I think others took advantage of as well. Um, no, it was really good. Uh, we, we stopped in Richmond, Virginia. We hit up a couple breweries there. Uh, one uh, called The Answer um, that I had long heard about uh, from a friend of mine that lives in North Carolina. Um, and then another one called The Vale. Um, some really just really spectacular stuff. I, I couldn't recommend Richmond, uh, Virginia enough for like a beer uh, a beer destination. There seemed to be a lot of breweries. Um, it's a nice, good-sized city. Um, but we had a good time. Uh, my uh, friend uh, that you guys got a kick out of his name, uh, Winthrop. <laughs> um, Which is a very classic name, and you don't hear it anymore. Well, I, well, and when I thought about that, I was, uh, you know, after you said like Winthrop in question, I was like, oh, well, I got to tell them the rest of his name then. It yeah. It's like Ross Wickwire the third. Um, so uh, him and I, we, we stopped uh, overnight. Uh, we, we had uh, some adventures in, uh, in Richmond for the one night we were there. Um, oh yeah. You were telling me the other day about this, like, you not only hit those breweries up, but like then after you went back to the hotel, you had even further adventures. Yeah. I probably would have been just like, okay, time to go to bed. After like an eight and a half hour drive. Uh, right, yeah. right, right. Normally yeah. I would have been, but I was like, oh, ready. No. I was like well, we, we got to get prepped for the chaos to come. So uh, we hit up like a ale house that was like right near, like adjacent to where the hotel was. It's a nice looking place. We stopped in there for a couple beers, stopped over at the hotel bar, um, which uh, Wynn was very keen to do. Um, and then there was like a, I've never once been, I think, to a hotel bar and not run into some characters. Um, oh, yeah. And there were a load of characters there. And we in the short time kind of befriended them and then uh the bartender at the hotel bar convinced us like yeah there's another bar we're all headed over and at this point i was like oh jesus um 
So, uh, yeah, we, we went over, walked over to the uh, other bar. It was a short walk. I mean, it was, wasn't far at all and, uh, kind of closed that place (laughs) and then like finally made it back to the hotel room, uh, crashed at that point. Um, got it. Yeah. It was a nice, nice room and everything got up early, um, showered up, you know, pooped and wiped. Uh, then showered, <laughs> uh, grabbed a uh, hotel breakfast, and then we were on the road by like, I think like 8 a.m. Wow. Um, we hit Myrtle Beach probably about by 1 p.m. Uh, met up with everybody, and yeah, we had a great time. We did some mini golf, um, like three, three rounds of mini golf at different places. Um, we Which, hit up one of the bars. You told me you told me this. Um, well, yeah. We, over the weekend, we were we were talking about like your your trip there, and uh, we the mini golf came up, and you know, like uh, on the last episode, um, we we had talked about how many mini golf courses there were there are, and that there's like fifty of them down there. But what I was surprised is like. I asked you, oh, what ones did you do? You managed to do all three of the ones that you played were all like pirate themed. Yeah. Did was that purposeful? Uh, I don't think it wasn't really purposeful. I think it was they were nearby to our Airbnb. Um and uh, I, you know, I think the, the groom, uh, he was, you know, interested in it. Um, one of them, I, I, I don't think we did because, you know, it wasn't solely because of this, but I was happy that we went, uh, the second one that where we went, cause it was associated with the first and on the, uh, the first, uh, round that we played, I managed to get a hole in one on the last hole. Mm. And if you get that. Uh, you get a free round. Ah. So I was very, yeah, I was very happy at the other uh, place we went to. I was able to, you know, use that uh, card for a free round of golf. Um, the and some of them, like the second one, it was it was more extravagant in a sense than the other ones because it had like it had waterfalls. It had like um sound effects like cannons going off and hitting the water and it periodically the water would kind of splash up a bit um there was a lot more like kind of effects and things with it um and then the other one wasn't quite it there was a pirate theme but it was more it was pirates it was like peter pan uh Uh, okay um so i mean naturally there were pirates but there were also other characters from Peter Pan in it. Um, but we had a great time. Uh, we, we did some gambling on the uh, on the first or I did on the first round. But some of the guys they uh, they did like twenty bucks a, a, a you know a round or whatever a, a course um, you know to who you know whoever won. Um, but we had some good meals down there. Um, the last night we hit up a place for like some seafood. Um, uh, had a bunch of oysters, um, crab legs, lobster. Um, 
yeah it, it was really good i had some good fish tacos there um yeah uh we had a beautiful beach house uh right oh, you know cool. right there um and i mean uh guys played cornhole and volleyball and uh yeah we had a we had a really great time the the one thing that i i thought was funny is they were trying to get you to play volleyball and uh oh you uh you you refused uh, refused or decided declined to play and instead they asked you then to be the line judge which you were like by your um description you were like the most half-assed line judge that they yeah. could possibly uh expect like you weren't even paying attention and you're just calling <laughs> it sounds like what i would do yeah and, and like you're calling oh, like good it's in yeah exactly and he wasn't he was drinking beers and reading or you know playing on his phone or whatever and that pretty <laughs> like much. sean was that one in or out and he's like oh uh it was out yeah uh, that's pretty accurate <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah i mean you mentioned like other bad food i i haven't eaten so many burgers like in my like in recent memory like i had I like sliders and a couple other burgers. I had like a burger at another place. It was like something of the equivalent of like maybe like five, six burgers within this weekend. Wow. It was just, yeah, it was disgusting. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a really great time. I mean, we had a good group of guys there. It was uh, nine of us at its uh at its peak basically one of the guys left for uh that back for uh mother's day his wife he lives in uh north carolina and close to charlotte so uh he drove back on on sunday morning um but we yeah we had a really great time and uh um yeah i mean we talked about maybe doing it uh again you know not even like with like a, a bachelor party weekend, but just like, you know, maybe in a couple of years, like doing something similar like that. So, uh, which I definitely would be down to do. That's cool. Yeah. Long drive though. I mean, uh, we, we split it up on the way down, but I think the way back is a little bit easier because, you know, you're not necessarily anticipating like, okay, I want to get down there. Uh, the drive back wasn't horrible, uh it's just it it's it's long um right. yeah about 12 hours yeah i made that drive a few times in my uh in my work and it, yeah it's it's not fun yeah it's just it's just keeps going and going and going um yeah i mean there's yeah those long stretches through states like you know virginia and pennsylvania and it's uh yeah it it takes it takes a while, but um, yeah, we had we had good conversation on the way down and back, and um, yeah, yeah, it cool. Was cool. That's cool. We picked up some good beers too. Uh, I know that we split uh, the cost on so uh, from the Vale. Yeah, uh, we picked up a few bottles. They had some amazing barley wines on. So like. Uh, I, I wanted to get some of those. I'm excited to try them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What are you doing? What's been going on in your world, man? Well, somewhat 
similar to Sean, I also uh, ate free like a food several days, the same food several days in a row, and paid the price for it myself. Um, also, just noticed that on the Bucky's logo, that the squirrel's mouth is like the back of it is a little heart. Oh, let me take a look. Just a random stoned observation. Oh, yeah. Like, not perfect. It's got like a little tail, but oh, just about, yeah. You can kind of see it there. Yeah, there you go. It's a it's a bandana. I was saying two shot. It's it was like you doing the the line coach or whatever. It just. That definitely seemed like you were acting out a little bit of your inner Larry David. I could totally see him just be like, ah, it was, that was out. Oh, that was out. Come on, that was out. And then they're like, you're just call it, saying bullshit. And then they get mad at him. Uh, that's basically how it went down. Yeah, I mean, I was just sort of, I was like, nice. yeah, I think, I think that was good. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to call that out. But yeah, I mean, they they kind of got the gist from the first go around. I had like no interest in uh, <laughs> in doing anything like that and playing volleyball. So uh, I I was content. I mean, there were some great rocking chairs on this big, huge porch that uh, this place had. So I was perfectly content sitting there and relaxing. Those chairs are like are pretty cool. I do like them. Uh. So I have spent the last six days going to concerts, which is kind of insane. Um, and just to kind of to start off, so far have tested negative for COVID. So, Woo! yeah, you know, if there's a delay in episodes, that's completely normal. That's just how things go now with this thing, but. We'll see. We'll we'll check back in on that in the future. If uh, I'm going for a PCR tomorrow, as of this recording, uh, so right. we'll see what. Well, happens I mean, hell, the last one, the last one we recorded was just prior to Sean going on his trip, and I had just gotten over COVID, so <laughs> that was like three and a half weeks ago. Yeah, so COVID is like pretty high right now in uh, New York City. So I'm I, I was thinking of going to a another show on this coming Sunday, but I opted not to. So I'm just gonna I'm I think we got a couple that we're we're gonna be going to in the in the coming days, but all outdoor shows. So Yeah, I'm we going, feel good about that. Like yeah. I'm going down to Baltimore for Memorial Day weekend to go to Maryland Death Fest and that's gonna be predominantly outside, which is good. Um so it's outside but, outside but uh before that this past weekend i actually attended another festival uh, i attended desert fest new york uh and it, instead of uh just going to the festival i actually covered it as, as diary of doom and i had the chance to photograph quite a few pretty big fucking bands as far as i'm concerned you know kind of like with you know, within, at least within my circle of things. And maybe you've heard me mention a few of them before or, or what have you. I can kind of go through the list and whatnot. So, but, uh, you know, Desert Fest is basically just a stoner metal, stoner rock and kind of adjacent genres that started out in London and it's now held in a few other cities in Europe. And they 
kicked off the new, the American version of it um, <clears throat> in New York, in uh, Brooklyn in 2019, and then the place closed uh, during the pandemic, so they moved it to another place uh, called the Knockdown Center. And uh, so I was like, you know, pretty much like I was in from the beginning. Like I was gonna go all, and they, it's a four, it's the four day festival, which if you listen to my patreon episode with mike we we talk about the evolution of the four-day fest the three-day festival to the four-day festival to the almost week-long festival now <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh i got a pa- i got a weekend pass um but i also applied for <clears throat> a press pass as soon as it opened up and um eventually i got my shit approved and uh well, let's just say uh, let's just say there were some miscommunications in the beginning that made things a little bit frustrating. But once everything got resolved and I was taking pictures and kind of being like, "Oh man, like I'm here," you know, I I start I pretty much felt completely different and was like, "Damn, this is like a fucking really fucking cool experience." Uh, Thursday, I went to St. Vitus. And it was the little pre-party there, and uh, and that was fun. You know, it was just like it was a pretty early night, all things considered. Um, very stoner rock forward. Uh, saw the Atomic Bitchwax from New Jersey; they're always good. Um, also saw Valley of the Sun and Freedom Hawk and Druids. And then uh, the rest of the weekend was at the Knockdown Center in Queens. And, uh, you know, a little bit of drama in the beginning of the day, but, uh, eventually got around to photographing the bands and like, I gotta say, like being on the other side of that barricade at a concert is a completely unique experience. It is, even if you're on the, the, on the barricade for a band, it's just wild to be like right there in front of that, in front of a stage. It's insane. And like, I had really i have really good earplugs so i was standing right next to the speakers and man what a fucking feeling that is to just feel throbbing bass like going through you oh unreal so um but uh corrosion of conformity played that day i know you know that band mike oh pepper keenan yeah i saw pepper pepper up close i i saw them uh open for metallica and uh 1996 picture it wow buffalo but i imagine 1996 a bit younger than they did uh, over than over the weekend um been at it for a while yeah well i i I was i was glad that you said throbbing bass and not throbbing something else Um, yeah (laughs) so but uh you know this place is uh i i guess it's like a converted warehouse or something but uh it's pretty cool um it sounds pretty good in there like really good actually i i I saw the one video that somebody tagged in and it looked very uh industrial yeah yeah like re like you know refitted yeah yeah outfitted whatever so but they had some food trucks outside they had a souflaki truck and like a rice and you know, meat or veggie bowl one, which apparently the line was always really long and it just looked like gargantuan. So I, I went with Suvlaki for three fucking days in a row. And needless to say, 
uh, I paid the price for that on Monday. <laughs> I thought you Ryson. I was like, oh, wait a minute, Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> he shit out an entire souvlaki. Yeah. Whew. But uh, it was good to see a bunch of people and uh, made a bunch of new friends. Um, got to see old favorite bands of mine, Baroness. They were fucking fantastic. Torch. Uh, oh, uh, King Buffalo from Rochester, New York. Oh, nice. Uh, my pals in Warhorse. Um, got to see who else? Uh, my friend in Somnuri for the first time. That was cool. And then on Sunday, are you familiar with the band Left Lane Cruiser at all? Mm, no. I, I don't know. I figured maybe you would be. It's sort of like a heavy blues sort of thing. I think you would have actually liked uh, some of the bands that played here, Mike. I mean, a lot of it was very like that heavy, fuzzy stuff, but Left Lane Cruiser was a dude on guitar and a guy on drums slash the washboard. Oh, that's kind of fun. Uh, also, great band that played there from Philly, I believe, is Stinking Lizavetta with Yanni Papadopoulos, who I found out was the inspiration for Jack Black's character in School of Rock. Huh. Yeah, that band is fucking amazing. I love them. They, yeah, fucking unreal band. Like, weird, proggy shit. <clears throat> One of the best performances of the weekend, hands down. And um, go, uh, who else did I see? Big Business, Dead Meadow, Red Fang, and of course High and Fire, one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, it was really cool. Like I, I've been working on the, the pictures. I, I got done with the St. Vitus one, so I start working on uh, the other. I'll start working on the, the main stuff tomorrow. I took a lot of pictures, like way too many pictures. Um, there's a lot to go through but yeah i had a really good time you know it was uh it was it was really neat it was a really unique experience uh i would definitely do it again i would definitely be down to try to photograph another music festival um because it's just really neat and uh, i had a really good time doing it and i think i'm learning a little bit more about like you know kind of getting just like to just to where you want them in terms of that and whatnot and uh best part it was not impossibly difficult to get to so i i mean when you go to something like that and i mean you you maybe um you you get a chance to interact with some of the bands and maybe um network with them about being on a future diarrhea doom episode uh, yeah, I definitely did that a couple of times. Uh, you know, I, I have kind of this thing where, like, I still, uh, like, I still don't really love going up to people because I still just feel like I, and it's something I just really need to get over because it's just, like, a really small group. But, like, I just feel like I'm bothering people, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, because, you know, they just like, you know, they just performed and they're like, oh, that was cool. Would you like to come and do this thing? Like, you know, but uh, right. I definitely talked to a few people and made a couple connections and uh, uh, we'll probably be speaking with them in the future for sure. And uh, cool. What else? Yeah, it was it was really neat. You know, it was just it, and it was also just 
funny too because like just it reminds me that like people that are into this it's such a it was such a strange assortment of people at that festival you know i mean a lot and i would say 95 percent of the people that i interacted with were very very fucking nice and cool plus i wore my robocop shirt and that went like people were just like i remember that because <laughs> of course they do yes and your robocop shirt always How, gets play. however one drawback is that um i'll uh, I saw a number, you know, the festivals like resharing stuff and your friends are resharing stuff and bands are resharing stuff. And, you know, because I'm in the fucking photo pit and it's from me from behind, I'm just like, wow, I'm really at the mercy of everybody just catching my, uh, you know, growing bald spot on the top of my head. <laughs> like, it's just like the least flattering angle. That's <laughs> uh, what it is, I guess. You, man. It was fucking pretty goddamn warm on Sunday. Like, it was, like, raining one day, and it ended early enough that it wasn't so bad. But then Sunday, man, it was just, like, fucking, it was toasty in there. And they, But it was kind of nice, too, because they had all the doors open, so there was this nice, just, like, flowing breeze through most of the day. Uh, and then apparently there was a lunar eclipse, uh, just to, like, coincide with the festival which is kind of neat i didn't see it but yeah I, I i saw a few people on my facebook feed post um pictures of it yeah some people i know posted pics too hmm. what kind of cool it did it was like in the middle of the night i, w I think i was sleeping yeah I, oh man those festivals it, like one of the the saturday show went till 12 15 like or or so in the morning and i was like Whew, I was thinking of hanging out, but I just fucking could not. Sean, do you remember when we were at uh, Vibes and like Lettuce was going on starting their set like at two? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we, we kind of looked at each other and I'm like, I, I really don't think I can do this. <laughs> and then they had the all night um, silent disco. Yeah. Well, what? I think we went back to camp. I think you might have gone in the tent or whatever. I might have hung for a little outside. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of those outdoor fests, man, they uh, they rage. Uh, and some of them all night. And then others uh, typically go to at least 2 o'clock. So it's kind of kind of the norm. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I, I That's good, time, man. You know? mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, but I, I followed that up by going to another show at St. Vitus on Monday. I saw Matt Pike do his solo show, um, for his solo act, uh, Pike versus the automaton, <laughs> whatever mm. that means. Uh, and that was pretty cool, actually. Uh, you know, again, I, you know, brought the camera, took some pictures, and uh, man, just like a very interesting, again, very interesting assortment of people. Like, it just seemed like a bunch of old New York punk rockers, more than like maybe like crust, crust heads, crust punks or something. I don't know. Mm. It was, it was not the the crowd I was expecting to see at like a, a Matt Pike show, but whatever. Um, everybody seemed to have a really good time. He sounded really good. They had to swap out a fucking 
like amp head at one point it <laughs> just like stopped working yeah. so but yeah. that that was fun i went i i went like right i was so goddamn tired that day and then last night i went to go see this japanese psychedelic rock band called kikagaku moyo and uh they they had played uh in the states before i don't remember when they started um you would probably like them you guys would probably like them but they announced their fail their farewell tour and i was like well i guess i'm going to this too so and they're also doing one more show at the end of the month in brooklyn uh which i'm going to <laughs> cool so do you remember easy. sean when we randomly uh saw a japanese band at three heads they just what? they played like a short set uh after some other band played Oh yeah, no, I'm not remembering that. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they were being produced by a, a local um, recording studio here in Rochester, and they just they just came into Three Heads one night and just played like a three or four song set. So I don't even remember what their name was. They were good though. Yeah, I can't. Um, I do remember that happening. It was so random though. They just came in and just played, and everybody was just like. There was like maybe 50 people in the bar and everybody was just like, this is really awesome. <laughs> it was, uh, it's one of those things though, like, cause you, we couldn't understand anything they were saying, but like the language of the music was uh, what the bond between the audience and the band, you know? Yeah. They didn't talk that much. I mean, what, like they did a little bit. Uh, what? What the fuck? <laughs> What are you laughing at? He's probably I'm laughing at me. Music, man. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. It's to all of us, man. <laughs> man of, man of woman, at... <laughs> animal, vegetable, <laughs> mineral, man. It all speaks to us, man. I thought I thought that Sean was laughing at like the Japanese band's lack of ability to speak English. I was like, wow. No. Uh, what can you say? I mean, you know, it just <laughs> oh my I try God. and be positive and oh my God. Just, <laughs> You're just trying to stay positive. It's all good. Uh... Well, we're going to see some um we're going to see some shows uh this weekend, Dylan. What uh... One of them has a relate to a previous episode of this podcast, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One we're going to see tomorrow is this guy named uh, Anders Osborne, and he's playing with a guy named Jackie Green. Anders Osborne was playing at Peach Fest the year that Dominique uh, entered our lives. Oh, Dominique. And oh. Uh, when Dominique was getting it on... It was during uh, Anders' set. Um, guys will have to go in the Wayback Machine to know that reference. Hey! I'm curious about what they're going to play tomorrow because I, you know, I'm a big fan of Jackie Green and I love his like uh, solo music. So um, I'll be curious, you know, if he plays any of his material. Yeah. I saw him opening up for um, fuck. What's his name? 
Uh, oh man, he was on the wire. Hmm. Fucking Copperhead Road, dude. Uh, I have no idea. Steve Earle. Oh, Steve Earle. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a lineup. He's another dude that played with the Black Crows. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. We saw him uh, play uh, with the Black Crows. He was good. He was good. Yeah, um, very talented, like multi instrumentalist, great singer songwriter. Yeah. But he's playing with kind of like a jazzy, bluesy uh, guitar player tomorrow night um, uh, for free, actually, in Rochester, like at a festival that they do. Mm-hmm. So that should be fun. Um, and then at the same uh, festival, Friday night, we're going to see one of our favorite. Uh, Groove jam bands, uh, Aqueous, which they're most excellent. You get a chance mm-hmm. to see Aqueous, I, I highly recommend it. You'd probably really dig them. Um, and then, uh, Sunday, we're gonna go back to that same festival, and uh, one, one of the Rochester's own, probably one of the biggest bands from this area, is uh, a reggae band called uh, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. And they're playing. Oh yeah, this fucking band. <laughs> what? The fucking name. They're really good, man. Our buddy Eli plays uh, lead guitar for them. They're they're the great. Music man. binds us, man. Yeah, it does. It does. Man. No matter the distance or time between us, man. It's... <laughs> It's the vibrational the, qualities, man. It's the universal language, man. It's the ties that bind. You good? Yep. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Can't can't even get away with anything, even with Jim not on the podcast. I know. Oh, and also. <laughs> Fucking R.I.P. Fred Ward. God damn, that made me sad. Yeah. Fucking Earl from Tremors. I rewatched Tremors. <laughs> Watched my 4K edition of it finally. Mm. Like in his honor? Yes, in his honor. Well, just think, man. The 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 memories he oh gave my God. you. Do not sully the legacy <laughs> of Fred Ward with this bullshit. <laughs> I'll fight you. (laughs) (laughs) The great memories of watching that movie will live on forever in your, in your mind. So yeah. um, Sad to hear about Fred Ward and um, at least you still have your 4k edition to go back and rewatch his masterful um, performance as Earl Bassett and Tremors. Yes. And Remo Williams. Yeah. Remo Williams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, that was desert fest and RIP Fred Ward. So uh, you said you had a weird story, Mike. Um, I would say kind of unsettling, and, um, I mean, you guys, I mean, Sean, obviously you've been to our house a bunch and, uh, Dylan, you've been here a handful of times. And I mean, we, 
we tend to Liz wanted me to preface this story. She get she told me I could tell it, but she wanted she wanted me to preface it by like I mean sometimes yeah our house gets a little cluttered, but it's not like massively cluttered or messy or anything like that. Okay? So, and I think you guys will agree on that point. It's not like we're hoarders or anything like that. We had something that was really unsettling happen um, last week, like at the end of last week. And it was something that I gotta, I gotta just tell you guys what happened. And it's, it was so like, it it really kind of creepy and like definitely lost sleep over this so one night i i was out i was out in the uh, living room and watching tv and i come to bed and was like you know i heard a noise earlier and she's like it was a little weird i'm not hearing it now but um she's like just listen out in case we hear it again i'm like okay so i'm laying in bed i'm reading and all of a sudden I just hear it like right behind my head and it's just like a and I'm like oh and she's like that I'm like oh yeah that's interesting and it literally sounded like something chewing on something or Almost like if um, you were like rubbing a file like up against wood and you were filing the wood down. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And you know, you guys know where this is headed, right? It was some sort of animal was in the wall. Yeah, it's like a squirrel or a mouse or something. Right. So. I put some traps the next morning. I put or next day. I put some traps down in the basement with like some mouse traps, and we caught a mouse and um, disposed of it and kept the traps down there. And like a day or two passed, and we weren't hearing anything. Like, okay, that's good. Ne- two days later, all of a sudden, It's back. I'm like, okay. And this was going like into like the weekend. So by like month, this, I think it was this past Monday, Liz is like, all right, I'm going to call like a pest control place. So one of the, one of the nights on the weekend, I go to bed and the noise starts up again. And I'll read in bed for like I've I've had this happen. Like we and it's so like just unsettling because it's like literally right behind your head. Yeah. And I go. I'm in bed. I'm reading, and I have like this uh, lamp that like it's an overhead kind of lamp, LED lamp thing, and I use that. And she's got like a different lamp over on her side, and. I'm reading, and she's out in the living room, and as I'm reading, all of a sudden, without me touching it, the, the, the noise is going out. All of a sudden, the light goes out. Oh. <laughs> and the noise stops. 
And I go, Liz, oh, Liz, the light just went out. And she comes in and I get out of bed and I, I press the button for the lamp and it turns right back on. So it was kind of freaky, right? Yeah. Okay. So the noise continues for a little bit longer. After that, like it, it some more. And then it stops. And it stops for like the next day or so. And then finally, the pest control guy came in and he was here yesterday. And then he came back today. And yesterday he's going through and um, he's looking around and he's in the basement and everything. He's like, oh yeah, you definitely got some mice. And he captured some of them and disposed of them. And and then he was looking outside um, in on the outside of the house. And he's like, you know, they can come through anything that's like the diameter of like a dime. Like they can squeeze into holes like the diameter of a dime. So any sort of space they can get in and he's like you got two things working against you he's like we have an older shed in our backyard and it's kind of ramshackle and we got to get rid of it the other thing is you know that one neighbor that we have that has all the feed and all that stuff in their yard that yeah it attracts animals it attracts critters oh yeah yeah so He's like, <laughs> we'll do we'll do all this stuff and and you know we gotta obviously pay for it and everything and he's like we'll get rid of them he's like but you know you and, oh and we'll seal up the hole that they got that I think they they got in through but he's like that's an issue right there is that whole feeding thing that they're doing because that's what that's what's bringing in the critters he's like this is the third house I've been to in this neighborhood that has had issues like this oh yeah yeah so kind of and he's like there's other people doing it too he's like so we're dealing with that and everything and it's kind of funny and or kind of like uh you know it's just another home ownership kind of thing but there was something else that occurred and i thought you guys might find this amusing was they so they they're full service type thing he's putting traps outside and then he he's putting like bait and stuff like down in the basement and in the rafters in the basement and whatnot and then he's like oh i gotta get into your crawl space so you know like the ceilings in our house go up to a certain level and then there's like a you know the roof kind of arcs up and there's area up there that is above the ceilings of the house right and he's like, I, I want to put traps up there too. Well, the crawl space is the door to it is situated in the top of a closet in one of the bedrooms. And so it's just like a thing you push up, push up the door and you go up, right? Mm -hmm. So Liz had to clean out an entire closet so uh, uh, in this one room so he could get into it. And thankfully, it was just like the office that she used or the bedroom that she uses as her office when she's working here so not a real big issue for 
her to clean it out. And she, but she was like really apologetic. She's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, I didn't think that I would need to clean that out. Da, da, da. She's like, and he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, I didn't have like any of the materials that I needed for what the issue that you're having. So I would have had to come back tomorrow. Anyway, he was saying that yesterday. I'm sure he has seen so much worse than a disorganized closet. Well, uh, let me tell you, you say that, oh and it's funny you say that. So Liz is like, I'll have to take all the stuff out. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so, you know, she's just kind of like, she's like, I should have thought about that. And he's like, don't worry about it. It, it happens. It, you know, and like I said, I need to go get the stuff anyway. I wasn't prepared. I, he's like, I thought you were going to probably have squirrels. He's like, I had the stuff for squirrels. I didn't have the stuff for mice. So he's like, it could be a lot worse than what you're dealing with. He's like, I look in the closet and all I see, she's got like, um, we, we had like some tiles that we had from when we had the bathroom done, just some leftovers uh, stuff some uh, musical instruments like a guitar that she has a couple of guitars that she has an amp for one of the guitars um and a few other things like some uh stuff that we have for christmas like some gift boxes and gift wrap and tissue paper and shit like that in this closet it's almost kind of like a catch-all type thing for whatever we can't fit elsewhere right so he he's like yeah he's like you really don't have anything that's horrible in there. He's like, it could be a lot worse. And you could have also asked me if I could move all the stuff out of the closet for you. And she's like, did that happen? And he's like, yeah. And I was completely mortified at what I had to move out of this closet. Apparently this woman that he was doing the same similar type of service for the crawl space was in the closet where she kept all of her sex toys in. <laughs> uh, and rather than move them herself, she asked this guy, this guy who works for this pest control company to clean the closet out for her. Of all of her sex toys. Jesus. <laughs> and it was just like, it, it kind of like Liz and I, Liz was telling me this last night, and we kind of went into this whole like, it sounds like a really bad porno. Yeah, right. It sounds like everything <laughs> was primed up to happen to turn into a porno, except there was no porno. It actually proceeded just like a regular movie. He, right, and he so just went. He, he went put upstairs. like he put, put mouse traps or whatever up no in the sex worst porn ever. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I will crawl into your space. I mean, I, I don't know what else you say, like in a really bad pest control themed porno. Oh, I can think of a few other things. Hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, so that that was um, that was kind of what's been going on here as far as uh, something that occurred, and uh, yeah, it's just the stories. Like this guy felt like more than comfortable, like just go telling Liz, "Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, that, your closet's nothing. Trust me, I 
clean sex toys out of one. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad to hear it was uh, mice and that the uh, house wasn't haunted. Oh, yeah. I mean, is that so just like, wouldn't that freak you the fuck out? Like you're literally trying to go to bed and that and you're hearing that for like a couple of hours. Well, remember when I told you about the squirrels that I have? Yeah. Like I remember the first time I heard it and I was like, I remember just being absolutely chilled to the bone. Like I heard that just that. Song, right. That, like I, this is not really, you do the noise. You, it sounds, yeah. When you hear that, when you hear that and you can tell that it is not distinctly outside, that is fucking freaky. And I was, I remember just like hearing that for nights and it was awful. Um, and well, I, Liz was even like, she thought that, oh, maybe they're outside. So of course, what do you do? Like when you're like, Oh, maybe there's some things that we can um, we can do to uh, help prevent this. So where do you go? You go to Uncle Google and see what they suggest. So cut to me with um, the garbage pa- small garbage pail that we use for what what we scoop out of Duffy's litter box when he pees. And putting that around like the corner of the house on the outside. Oh yeah, because yeah, because the cat piss. Yeah, like literally, like was clumps of you know clumped your uh, uh urine, clumped uh, kitty litter. Yeah, just scooping it out of the pail and onto the ground around this like corner of the house. <laughs> That's pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And obviously that was not going to solve it, though. Right, the neighbors, right. Uh, the neighbors see you and Liz, like, engaging in some, like, weird uh, ceremonial thing. You're, like, <laughs> smearing poo on yourself and, like... Yeah, from their fucking unwiped buttholes. Yeah. Play yumma, 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 yumma. <laughs> that was uh, Police Academy, right? It was, yes. Yeah, one of the Police Academy movies. Yeah. And then I almost went into a major league and went, fuck you, Jabu. <laughs> we, had, um, we had a similar thing. I, I think I mentioned it on a recent episode. I think we had a little squirrel. Not, not squirrel. We had like a little mouse or something like living. It sounded like it was living right above our kitchen. Mm. Haven't heard from that thing in a while, though. Probably died. Probably. So he, he did hip us to something uh, that was kind of um, – something that we were doing and I didn't realize it was the wrong thing to use as like a, a trap on mouse traps was we had been using peanut butter on the mouse traps. And he's like, yeah, he's like that, that'll attract them, but they can actually get that pretty easily and not get trapped. And they're pretty smart that way. Mm-hmm. He's like, and Liz like affected this, and I thought it was kind of amusing the way she did this. Was and he it, it almost sounded like he got secretive about it, and it was like, "Do you want to know what I use?" <laughs> he um, goes to the store and buys a Slim Jim, uh, and I feel like I've heard of this, and cuts it into like like little pieces. And glues it to the mousetrap. And he's like, they love like 
the the meat flavor and smell and the grease of a slim jim sure. and you glue it. it to the trap and they can't grab it uh, oh yeah yeah so apparently you just kind of cut like you know a slim jim like just you know probably like into like a little tiny circle and glue it to the trap and and they effectively it. get snapped into it indeed sean yeah. snap into a slim jim oh yeah do you are, are, we've used like the catch and release kind but i'm assuming he's putting down like oh i catch and release them into a garbage bag <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, the ones he put outside, um, are they like the industrial ones where it's like the, the, with like the two little holes in it, like a big box? Yeah. 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 But those I think are probably that they get killed in those too. Oh, I bet. absolutely. Yeah. It's like yeah. poison shit. Yeah. I remember one time leaving Supercellers kind of late with my coworker, Danny and like, I looked down and was like, dude, somebody left their, like, fucking toolbox here. And he's just like, no! And he's just, I'm, he, like, grabbed my hand. And he's just like, and I was like, what? He's like, that's where the fucking rats go to die. I was like, ah! He's like, you fucking idiot! <laughs> I was like, ah! I felt really gross. Like, I wanted to cut my fucking hand off. Because, like, I literally, like, had my fingers, like, inside of that. Ugh. Like, I really did not know what it was. Oh. oh, so stupid! God, I was dumb. Still, yeah. am. you wipe your butthole with that hand too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, with, my, with my dead rat hand. Did you dead wipe? Rat hand. Dylan switched up from there. His wiping hand. That's tough to do. No. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I mean, what happens if, like, you broke your arm or separated your shoulder or something? I mean, you kind of would have to, right? Yeah. Or you you do like the guy on Reddit and you you don't wait. Hmm. Yeah. You change your eating habits forever. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Anywho. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Little Micey's getting caught and... Always a fun time here. Hmm. The joy, what, what do they say? The joys of home ownership. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you guys say? Why don't we get out of here for tonight? I think this is a good little episode and uh, we'll get yeah. back to it soon. Um, I think we got to start in on our uh, Jaws uh, series. Yeah, I would like to do that. Um, I don't know when you want to do that. You know, like I said, next week I'm going to be at Maryland Death Fest, so that's kind of taking up uh, a lot. Well, the first the first step is is we all have to watch the movie, so let's let's do I, that. I know we were supposed to do that this month, but I guess this is actually going to wind up doing what what we talked about. We're going to wind up watching them in June and talking about them in June, and then releasing fucking Cruel Jaws on the Fourth of July. <laughs> yeah, well, it works out perfect. Yeah, it works out because the movie, uh, well, oh, but the original Jaws takes place uh, around then, right? Fourth yep. of July. Yep. Oh, yeah, we were out. originally going to do Memorial Day, and I was like, Mike, that's like wildly inaccurate. <laughs> the best laid plans, Dylan. That's what I say. 
I guess we'll, we'll, watch, we'll all watch it at, at our leisure, and then uh, we'll uh, decide when we want to uh, discuss it. Yeah, so just, yeah, let me know, because I've, I've got Jaws, so that's easy to just throw on any day. There he is. I got. I guess the podcast didn't want me commenting about Fourth uh, of July and Jaws. Yeah, but we'll. Um, yeah, Sean, we'll. You know, our best laid plans uh, obviously uh, didn't come to fruition, but it, we'll we'll make do, and we'll we'll just watch the movies, and uh, it'll be. We'll release them, and I think it'll be just in time for the summer months, which is perfect given, the, you know, well the original Jaws when it takes place, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All righty. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. If you want to catch us uh, on our social medias, well, you know the drill. Right, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Indeed. Thanks for visiting Thanks Jim's for Jim's BBQ. BBQ. Yeah. God, you're sounding like Jim. I know. <laughs> Thanks for visiting Jim's BBQ, where we will not serve you if you not wipe your butthole well thanks for visiting jim's bbq where we always will encourage you to stay off the pipe and don't forget to wipe (laughs) (laughs) thanks for visiting jim's bbq where our menus are all now musical because that's the universal language man (laughs) (laughs) oh my god just horrible. Isn't he doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think we can end the broadcast now. This concludes our broadcast day.